1 Corinthians 11, verses 12 to 15. But what I do, I will also continue to do, that I may cut off the opportunity from those who desire an opportunity to be regarded just as we are in the things of which they boast. For such are false prophets, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, whose end will be according to their works. Hello, brothers and sisters. Raven here. Starting our first podcast on what I am, at least for now, going to call Homestead Heretics. As you may have guessed from what I did with the introduction, from what I read there, that passage out of 1 Corinthians, I want to go into a bit of how we know they're of the enemy. Because that's one thing that I've mentioned, I've talked about, but I never came straight out and said. But I want to say it now. Homestead Heritage is definitely being used by Satan. I have brought up references to that passage where it mentions how he comes as an angel of light. But what I really want to point out is that next verse of how these ministers that are following him transform themselves into ministers of righteousness and everything's according to their works. Homestead heritage to a T. One thing that I've heard many stories of from different people who have visited Homestead Heritage and from people who I trust and people I know have this discernment of spirits. Though I've never mentioned it before on the channel, it's one of those gifts that I've experienced and is not always a fun experience. Unlike the experiences Homestead tries to offer. When you can sense, see even, demonic forces, demonic spirit, it is not a pleasant experience. Unless you're not seeing a clear view of it, and they're hiding themselves as something else. Which is what that gift, discernment of spirits, is partly about. Being able to discern, distinguish. And it's something that I noticed from the start when I started seeing people who went along with Homestead Heritage and those who didn't. Because there were many people I know that they tried to pull in but didn't go. And I also know several, including myself, they didn't even try to pull in. And it's one of those things that is too consistent to ignore. If you look at the gifts of those who I've seen join, those who didn't, say the one gift that I saw pretty much nobody who joined have 
was a discernment of spirits. When I first found out about Homestead, when I first started looking at it, I didn't know. I had no way of being sure, was this demonic, or was this simply somebody who confused themselves and then started confusing others? I didn't know, because I didn't visit. However, people I know who did visit, who I know do have a better discernment spirit than some others, told me what they saw there. And it was disturbing to say the least. Heard some who had visions of just people being tricked, tortured, visions of things that potentially happened on their premises in the past that were not good. Abusive practices. Things that you've seen brought up on other channels on YouTube that have just started. A couple videos have popped up there. A couple others on places like TikTok where you can tell there are really disturbing things that happened but stayed under wraps. And I remember... I was told these stories of these visions, of these discernments before I heard anything about these other stories. And when I started hearing these other stories, all it did was confirm further that their gifts really were serving them when they went there. But there's something else that's been happening lately. Something that's been coming up that's been extremely disturbing. Multiple people I know who had some of the people who joined Homestead come and visit, come back to their homes. They are going through very difficult situations, which I might not be that confident of most of the time. However, the other thing I hear from so many former members is how much Homestead promotes cursing those who leave or those against them. I've had people, multiple people, contact me and warn me how I should have been more careful. I should have done more to hide my name because they're going to try to curse me. They're going to try to pray against me. I'm never letting them in my home. I'll say that. But <laughs> I guess what makes me so unlucky makes me so lucky. With what I've dealt with most of my life, I feel like there's nothing they can do. They can try all they want. I think God has let me be beat up enough. Spiritually, my skin has grown so tough by it, I don't even feel anything anymore. But any of you who have friends there, family there, and they're in it. And I mean not just going there, deep in it really dedicated to it, really following the teachings, really taking in everything. Be careful. I suggest don't let them in your home, but if you do, pray for protection. Before and after, pray against anything demonic. Pray for God to guard you. You have faith? I wouldn't be surprised if they won't come over after that. But I've seen multiple things that just make me very concerned that this, this is spiritual warfare to an extreme.
And they really want you to believe they are serving an angel of light. And I think, in a sense, they are. Because Satan is definitely behind this. He definitely has his hand in this. Even if it's just by his servants, this is of the devil. It's one thing that I've been noticing more and more lately is just how, you know, there's nothing new under the sun, right? But all those things that are old, all those things that have been around a while still have changes in them. They may not be new, but they change. And you look through history, you look at the way different religions worked, different things worked, you start off with ones vastly different. You've got all these crazy rituals with some of the ancient religions, many different gods, many different names, all very distinct between one another. But as you go along, that changes. It starts off where the difference is these nations. You've got Israel, nation of God, and then you've got the rest. But now it's different. Now you've got Christians. Not Christians as the world often thinks of, but ones who really follow scripture, really believe in Jesus, really believe he is God. He is the son of God, and he is their savior. Those Christians. But they can be in any nation, anywhere. That doesn't matter anymore. So what happens? New religions start popping up. And if you look at it, they slowly get closer and closer to Christianity. You have things like Islam. It goes to a whole other kind of works. You got Mormonism. Back to works to become your own god. But there's always that pattern of these works. Always goes back to works. And there is where you can start to see how Satan takes it even further. You start to have the cults. You start to have some of the more extreme denominations. You start to have these false religions no longer being considered false religions because they appear to be Christianity of a different form. Because now, all of these false religions, these false gods, are trying to put on that facade. And I personally will say, Homestead Heritage is probably one of Satan's most clever of all of the frauds. I don't know if it's the most, because I haven't been able to look at all of them that much. But from what I've seen, it's up there. Why? It's one of those few where it will never come out and say it. Even though they change their wording, they're still not saying it plainly, even in that other language. They're inconsistent in their teachings, but it works very well because they're so consistent in their inconsistency. One thing I've... I don't know if I brought up on the channel before, but I have brought up with people before because it's, I think, a great example. Although, the example's a little bit less significant compared to what we're actually talking about here. But, through college, I studied mathematics. However, by the time I graduated, I was done with math. Not because I didn't like it. Not because I was having trouble with it. The reason I stopped was because I started seeing falsehoods. I started seeing inconsistencies. I even wrote a sort of proof to challenge one thing that was in a class. And I had my professor pretty much 
admit to me flat out that the textbooks, that what they teach in mathematics isn't really true, in one portion of it at least. And there's one in particular that I want to bring up that's one of the simpler, in a sense, examples, because it's one of those topics you learn about when you're in the low grades even. And that's prime numbers. To refresh everybody's memory who may not remember, prime numbers are any number that is only divisible by one in itself. At least that's the definition they give it. So in other words, 4 is not because it can be divided by 2. However, 3 is prime because the only numbers you can divide it by are 1 and 3. That's it. Here's the problem. As you go through and you go up in grades, what numbers are prime numbers changes. When you start off, they tell you 1, 2, 3, 5, etc. are prime. Kind of makes sense to you at the time. Works. But then one thing you learn as you get higher up is actually 1 is not a prime. Because primes have to be divisible by 1 in themselves. However, 1 is only divisible by 1. Because 1 in itself are the same thing. So it's not divisible by these two numbers. It's just one number. That's it. So as you go up, they tell you to remove that from the list. So wait. I already knew this. They're changing their story. Intentionally. But it doesn't end there. You go higher up, you find out negative one is part of the primes. Like I was kind of saying, in a sense, these seem like white lies. But here's the problem. You add negative one into the list. If you're really going to follow the definition of a prime to the T, to the point where you'll take one out of the prime numbers, by adding in negative one, you've created a whole another issue. You now have it where that is the only prime. Because every other prime is now divisible, not only by one in itself, but also negative one and negative itself. But negative one, one in itself is the same as negative one and negative itself. Which means, based on the logic you use to remove one, negative one is the only prime number there is. It may be a bit complex. I don't know if all of you understand that fully, but I just want to give that as an example and show you, look, that's what they do. Because in math, that's intentional. The way they kind of excuse it for themselves, pardon it themselves, is because they see it as, oh, well, we'll just tell them a bit of it and then tell them a bit more as they get better, older more advanced. Well, that doesn't change the fact that some of what you told them was a lie. And the conclusion actually makes everything you've been saying from the start a lie. You're not just adding to it, you're changing it. And that's what Homestead does. That's the way their teaching works. It looks to them, at least, like they're just giving more of the details, more advanced, as they go along. But no, they're completely changing it. This isn't just a matter of trying to make it so that when you come in, it's done in a way that will progress. No, it's done in a way that alters, not progresses. That is very much how a lot of Satan's deceit works. Twisting the truth. What he did with Adam and Eve was the same way. There is truth to it. 
but there were things in it that were misleading. And I can definitely see his methods working in this. Homestead Heritage is following that example far too well. And this is how they stay most hidden. Because being willing to contradict themselves, they can at least make it appear that they're claiming they believe the truth. They appear to believe Jesus is fully God. Or in some ways even claim it, but with very careful wording. They claim to believe in the Trinity in a couple places. Only it's the economic Trinity, which isn't the Trinity at all. They claim to believe in Jesus' sacrifice, but as they say in their baptismal agreement, not because he represented us, he took our place. No, because he showed us what we needed to do. Because he became an example. They make it sound like they're teaching one thing. But then later they go and they teach you the opposite. They start off trying to look pretty simple. By telling you that. By showing you a list of prime numbers of two and up. However, once you get deep enough, they throw in the negative one. But what they'll never come out and tell you. What they'll never come out and let you see. Is how in claiming that, they are making everything else a lie. But what they tell you later on, all those things that appeared to be the truth, that appeared to be Christianity, are negated. All of that prime truth in scripture is gone and replaced with theirs. They'll never come out and say it, but that's what everything they teach causes. Think about how many times they go in and they use that title of Christ so loosely. It's hard to be sure. When are they talking about themselves as the body? And when are they truly talking about Christ? And in that, they can sneak in a lot, a whole lot of false teaching. Because instead of serving Jesus, they're going to be Jesus. Instead of following him, they're going to become him. This is the center of their false teaching. You start off with the one, with Jesus, that one. And you add on top of that, you build on it. And then they go and they make the opposite. They negate it. They create a new Christ. They create their own Jesus. And everything they built completely flips. It all points in the opposite direction. Consider when they talk about how Jesus is the head. They brought that up once or twice. But then, after saying it, they always seem to sort of ignore it, go against it, without any explanation. But, you stop and you think about what they teach, what they really believe, it starts making sense. It's leading the wrong way for sure, but it's adding up right. Because what they're doing is they're making it so that he is now us. And if that's the case, then saying he's the head, we're the head. But all of us? Not exactly. Because we have been rid of ourselves. We have gotten rid of ourselves if we join Homestead Heritage. If we follow their teachings. We are no longer us. We are them. We are of the body. So we can't be 
anything really. So what are they talking about when they talk about the head then? What does that mean to them? Anything? Yes. One thing I mentioned before, in case anybody doesn't know about it, there's one thing they do at times. I've heard of it from a couple people. Where often when they meet, they'll just stand around, maybe eat something, but nobody speaks. Everybody stays silent. Because they shouldn't say anything that isn't the Holy Spirit speaking. Why is it nobody speaks? It has to be the leaders. In those services, the leaders speak. Some people in the audience may stand up and talk, but it's following along what the leaders are saying. They're the head. As I said in a recent video, I showed a quote from Ozzy Adams where he actually referred to everybody else as materials. When he speaks of the body, he doesn't see it as all the believers who have their own gifts, their own uses, etc. No, no. He sees it as a bunch of tools in his chest. And he gets to use them as he wants. Because the head controls the body. And they speak when they're following what he's saying. But when they're in a more open position, when there's nobody in particular speaking, more often than not, they stay silent. They're not given that voice. Where does that come from? What's the source of that? Satan. That's where it started. Satan wanted to be up there with the head. Satan wanted to be at the top. Satan is definitely behind this. This is the way he works. This is what he does. He tempts, often by twisting the word of God. He comes as an angel of light, as though he is a servant of God, but then points a different direction. He tells you, he's going to teach you how to count these numbers, one, two, three, etc. But then when he actually goes to do it, he shows you how to go the other direction with negative one, negative two, negative three, etc. This is how Satan works. This is what he does. Makes the bad good, the good bad. That's what we see in this world today. Homestead is how he does it within a fake Christianity. Why? Because what he does in the world, the way he does it there, a lot of people do not like it. There are plenty of people I see online who are just despise what's happening in the world, the way it's going. They're not Christian at all. So he does this. He makes it look like going to some of this is going to point you the opposite direction, when ultimately it's pointing the same way. Because it still comes down to what man does, what man can do. It comes back to your deeds, your acts, your glory. Or I should say, that body's glory. It's the one thing I hear more than anything else, which is people I talk to in general. People I know who know about those in Homestead, who knew them well, those who maybe have heard of it, but don't know a whole lot. So many people I hear the same thing. I don't get how they fell for it. How were they tricked by this? How could this convince them? Those questions keep coming again and again and again and again. Hoping you understand... I can't say I will, but I can tell you why it's hard to understand. One word, ignorance, complete 
ignorance. As you see, all the time in what they say, they had that experience. But they didn't put any thought into it. They didn't really stop to consider it. They felt something and they grabbed it and they went with it. They ignored anything else there that could have been a sign warning them. Don't do this. Because they had that experience, based on that alone, they assumed it had to be good. That's why it's so hard to understand it. Because understanding takes logic. And this is done by throwing logic out the window. It's something the world is doing a lot right now. It's something we see all the time. Go by what feels good. Go by getting that experience. It's by different things. Some things, maybe sexual. Some things, drugs. Some things, false religion. There's many different ways to experience things. And where you want something that's really going to be good. It's really good for you. Really going to help you. There's very few experiences like that. And they come from getting to know him. But a place like Homestead? No. You have to have that experience to get to know him. Inverting it again. Making the positives the negatives. Why is what's good often spoken of as light? If Satan can appear as a spirit of light, why do we always use that example? That kind of symbolism? Why is that always in scripture of light and dark? Even though that's not always the case, as I just said. Because in the light, you can see what's happening. In the dark, the truth is hidden. The truth and deceit. Are you really going to look at what's there, or are you going to stay ignorant? It's the way so many testimonies work. It's not until they stop and really take an honest look at the world, at religions, at teachings. Because there's so many lies out there. You're not going to find that what is the truth until you really stop and look at it. And sometimes to do that, the room is going to be so dark you need a very strong light. You need to really pull out as much truth as you can. Ignorance will never let that happen. You have to be rid of the ignorance. That's why I've said what I've said again and again about trying to get people out of cults, out of these things. You need to get them to start looking. They need to start seeking. And you're not going to be able to do anything as far as convincing them until they start doing that. Because everything they do is by experience. You've got to let them feel a little glimpse of that light to hopefully get them to start looking. And that's why Satan loves to use it. Because this, this makes them feel like they're in the light when there's nothing of it. And what is this false light, this fake light? It's their works, their deeds. As it's said in that passage, it is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, whose end will be according to their works. They make you think that's light. True light has nothing to do with what we do or done. It's not our acts. It's what he did.
They are trying to make his death mean so little, and your deeds mean so much more. That is Satan, trying to take as much glory from God as he can. And he's putting it where you think it's on you, but he sees it as put on him because you are being rid of yourself. That's why the leaders love this teaching, intentionally or not. This is one thing they love about it. Because they're one, because you are rid of yourself, you are now part of this body. Good things you do, your good deeds, your righteousness is theirs. They're following Satan's example and glorifying themselves. The father of lies is loving what is happening at Homestead Heritage.